This is episode 196. Radium Nightcap is my new band name. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Inspired. Uh, how about this? Where this podcast is going, we don't need roads. It's the tone control. Classic. If I stay quiet, it seems like I'm not here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Wrong screen. Oh, my God, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) It's, hey, hey, it's the Tone Control complete with your bi-weekly dose of of (laughs) (laughs) fuck-ups. Fucking hey, Guys. One of these times we're going to have a nice, smooth show with no mistakes. No. Nope. Maybe that'll be what we do for 200. 200? No mistakes? (laughs) We just skip it. the title. No mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> new centennial new goals no mistakes no mistakes um this <laughs> this is totally throw you off or what's happening well I, I like you saw like right before i started right i even practiced like which button yeah. goes to which scene and then i pushed the wrong fucking button ha. <laughs> oh what a time what a time there is you know what it's tone control. Hi, Derek. Yeah. Hi, Justin. Hello. So we had a question in the chat right before recording the started, and then we said, like, let's just record the answer. What does your name mean? Um, well, when I was a wee lad, uh, my parents told me that, now I was going to make something up about the name Justin, um, and I nothing came to me, so that joke, just we're just going to let it float by. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Um, there it goes. It's gone. Donna Schlempe. So um, several weeks ago now, I changed my name in Discord to Donna Schlempe, which uh, which means which, I can't, can't even get it out. Which means thunder bitch in German. In German, and I cannot. I actually cannot for the life of me remember why we learned well, what thunder um, bitch was in German and why I changed my name to that. I know we I were sitting on it a was because overlooking the vineyards. Right. That's when you changed it. I think it started because your wife called my wife a thunder bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we thought it was a very funny thing to say. Yeah. And then we just sort of called each other that for a few days. <laughs> yeah. It was the ongoing funny time. So. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And now that's, uh, we said, I bet that's got a really funny, aggressive name in German. And right. If lo for and some behold, reason, yeah. It's just, yeah. Cause everything sounds kind of like that, right? In German. Right. So, yeah. Aggressive and intense. Yeah. High so. intensity, high intensity naming. High intensity thunder bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's throwing gifts in the chat and he's driving. So I think we should all. Uh-oh. Look Whoa. at Doug and say, hands free, Doug. Oh. oh, he's at home now. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, sure. I believe at- it. <laughs> so. According to Google, Justin means just upright righteous. I thought that said uptight for a second. 
Like, who would willingly call their kid uptight? Thanks, Tim. <laughs> this kid's born, um, and you're like, hmm, looks a little uptight. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, guys, um, we've got a podcast. There's some, there's some gear. There's some pedal. There's some review review. Yeah. And um, some listener topics. We've got a whole, we've got a smorgasbord of thingamajiggers. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do this. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. And then I'm going to say, Derek, what the heck's been going on with you for two weeks? Band stuff. Yeah. Like band Let's stuff, stuff. That. It's been, uh, so I still haven't done the live stream and I was thinking today, like, why haven't I done it? And I, in fact, I still have the pedal that I was going, I said I would stream uh, and I still oh, yeah. will do it. I just haven't had time because I was like, why, mm-hmm. why am I so busy? It's band stuff. So that's, that's what I've been up to. We started, or we had the show a couple of weeks ago, which was pretty cool. Did we talk about this? Is it, are we in between? When was that show? I can't Did remember. Did we talk about when we, oh no. Did we, um, did we talk about th- because we recorded the Thursday before the show. Oh, where's yeah. my calendar? So is this the first recording after this that is, show has I, happened? I think this is, yeah, this is the first time we've, oh, we've gotten Let's together. Let's just look at the notes. Yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I can tell you how the show went. Um, the show was really interesting. It was the first uh, live application of the Helix in-ears setup, and it worked oh, as yeah. expected. It was cool. Um, there's this added step to sound check now where you ask, am I coming through the mains? Which is not something you usually have to ask, but not something you ever worried about before. <laughs> yeah, and because I can hear myself great in the headphones, and everybody else can. I'm like, well, they're, they're you know kind of they're not noise canceling, but they're like an ear plug, so they're yeah. really tight, and you can't hear much outside noise. So I was like, well, mm. can someone confirm that the audience can hear this? Do I? Exist? And, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> they all uh, they all had to check for that stuff, but it was good. Um, Delaney has this kind of hilarious problem where sound check. Something always doesn't work. So okay, so just like just like this, like yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, the tone control, pretty much, pretty much. And gigs are well for the tone control. It doesn't really make a lot of sense because we do this every two weeks for the last eight years. But yeah. we don't gig that much, so it's like when something <laughs> happens, it's like wait, is this does this plug in here? Is it plug in there? And there's always kind of some troubleshooting thing that needs to happen yeah. that slows us down. And it's just it's just how it is, and we take a long time because we've got. In ears setups, we've got Stuff click track, we've got backing tracks. There's Matt has two mics, one for the piano, one for guitar. So it's like right. all this extra gear mm-hmm. um, from like a, maybe a conventional band setup. So getting all of that working correctly always takes longer than we anticipate. And really, if we have a 45 minute set, we should not set it up for 45 minutes of music. We should set it up for like 35 minutes of music because there's going to yeah. be an added 10 of setup. So Mm-hmm. Um, we did have to cut a song, which was a little annoying, but you know, is what it is. Um, the show was cool though. It, it was outdoors. Um, it was this, this big, like sort of arts and music festival thing up in Concord, lots of food and vendors and tents and, and cool things to do. Yeah. Um, we played, uh, in the late afternoon, we went on at five fifteen. had a 45 mm-hmm. minute set. It was fun. So it's like a, uh, it's like a long, long thing. Yeah. It's actually Thursday through Saturday. And it's Whoa, all day. Okay. It's like 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. those days, wow, or something wow. like that. So it's a big event. Uh, it was canceled last year, of course, because of the pandemic. So this year it was like everybody's back. Yay, fun! Um, guitar stuff worked perfectly. It was nice. It was very reliable. Um, something that I need all technology companies to work on a little bit for this is making sure you can see the screens in the sun. 
bright screens. Very, uh, give me the brightest <laughs> bright screens. Um, I ran into this with my Strymon timeline once, like we were playing an outdoor one o'clock show or at some festival thing again. And it's like, oh shoot, I cannot see it at all. So every song, crouch down, covering it with your hand and pushing the preset buttons and trying to, so you get <laughs> trying to, to read. Thing. Yeah. But um, you need like a you need like a little cardboard shield. Uh, yeah, there. they make those, and I was like, well, "Talk about the nerdiest thing you've ever seen." Nope. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm the guy who needs it. So. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Eric says this is why I go straight into my amp. No pedals, guitar, cable, amp. <laughs> but um, it was weird, you know, playing a show. This is our first show in almost two years. It was like 22 months or something. And oh, Sean's here. Hey, Sean. Sean's here. What's up, man? Welcome. Hey, Sean hasn't up. been in the chat in a while. He's back. And Doug's back. Everybody's back today. It's a good night in hey, the everybody's server. Everybody's here. So anyway, uh, the show was good. The first like couple songs, it's it's nerve wracking as hell though. They kicking rust off. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah. right, like it sounds so different here than the practice space, and like that that alone is really yeah. jarring. And um, you feel that really jarring even with your in ears. That doesn't that isn't right. solved. Right, because then there's like the added stage noise and like the mm-hmm. the air noise of just the open mics and stuff like that is all different. And right, um, so took a, like a song and a half to feel like okay, like no, calm down, everything's fine. Like I, I was practiced, I was comfortable with the songs, but you still have that sort of like jittery, uh, like your playing has yeah. absolutely no vibe to it, <laughs> like right. no soul whatsoever, <laughs> because you're just so locked in on not messing up, but, yeah, uh, yeah, shook it off, that. shook it off. It felt good. Uh, pretty quickly after we started, um, it was nice as a hot day. It's good. Good to be back. Um, we have Sweet. one other show this year and it's in October at a barn, which is going to be really cool. <laughs> okay. At a barn. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So it was cool. Um, other than that, uh, we started, pre-production for a song that we've been working on. Nice. So getting that going. Um, one of our members is about to have their first kid. So we're trying to get as much done as we can before baby time. Uh, so he can go off and do that. And Precisely the time when he should be relaxing as much as possible. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell him so, that. No, Don't like tell nobody, him that. nobody tell him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. The song is in uh, seven, four time. Except oh, for okay. like two measures, and they're not even next to each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's cool. BB time, um, baby time. A lot of, a lot oh, of people. Oh, baby time. Oh, he's talking about babies. I thought a lot we were of chatter. About yeah, a lot of chatter. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, so, is, is, um, that's is it what Salisbury I've been up to. Hill? Is that the song? No. <laughs> and we don't even, I don't think the song is a real name yet. Right now it's just, it's saved in my Helix as 7-4 song. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's such band stuff. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. Actually, I was looking at our, our working titles list the other the day. The we one. Over. Yeah, uh, stuff like that. The, so we've got, <laughs> Matt's really bad at, at naming songs in their working title uh, process you know so he usually calls them like groovin or driving riff or names it like after whatever pedal he's using and he's just, ah like yeah. too much pressure to come up with something good i was like just name it something on your desk i have demos called like coffee cup and wristwatch and like just stuff that's around <laughs> just so because it's better than like song idea number four you know yeah so looking at the list and we've got seven four song 
we have one called Heavy Metal Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can't wait. Um, Medicine Ball. Um, and Daddy's Home is the other one. I think there's a fifth one that I'm forgetting, but those are the ones that I was looking at the list. Like, that looks like a pretty righteous EP. Let's just not rename any of the songs. This one's called Heavy Metal Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. I don't yeah, know. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't turn away from that if it came up on the YouTubes. <laughs> so the band Hop Mulligan has put out a song recently called Featuring Mark Hoppus. And it's not, he's not on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's not on it at all, which is, is so great. So anyway, that's all. How are you? How was your last two weeks? <sighs> yeah, um, good. We're doing it. School started. Uh, oh, right. So yeah. back to sort of normal. Like I chewed through all the podcasts I've been saving up in like a day. Um, well, a couple of days to go and dog walks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but so now I need to like, it's school season. I need to expand my subscription list, get a few more in the, in the hopper. But yeah, just been, we've just been doing the things, the dogs and I, um, you know, working, taking breaks to mow the lawn, it seems. Mm. <laughs> Did you guys get? I, um, go ahead. Sorry, I was. I'll ask no, you no. I was going to ask if you had like uh, fallout from that hurricane. Um, a little bit, not yeah. much. It, it was sort of windy, rainy for a couple of days. Um, nothing. Mm, okay. Which was very welcome up here because we'd been quite um, droughty actually mm. um, until then. But uh, any more issues just, with the oh. couch? Has it come to life yet? Right. For the I don't remember what that's in reference to. <laughs> your couch that your dog sitter peed on. Oh, well, yeah. yeah well, I mean, I, I told you that we, we cleaned it. We rented the steam cleaner and we cleaned it. So right. we've just been, it's fine. It's just a couch let's, again. Let's just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's back to normal. Um, um good, good, yeah. good. We actually, so, s- so we went to, um, we, we took a little, this was like a birthday present for a couple of friends of ours that we wanted to do something for. So uh, this past weekend, we went down to Kentucky uh, yes. to bourbon country and did a little touring. Oh yeah, you posted some pictures. Like that. Yeah, so we... Uh, we went down to we we ran by a couple uh, because all the distilleries are around there and you can just mm-hmm. sort of like wander in. But um, we went we had a little tour at Bardstown Distillery, which is one of the top three largest in the whole country or something. So in the in the bourbon industry, like wine, actually, there's a lot of people that sort of it's like a white label production. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those distilleries where they have their own bottles, but they also bottle for many other brands that are smaller and also will um will uh, uh make and store and then send barrels off and they so so some of them do their own bottling, sometimes they bottle there and just slap their own label on it. So it's that kind of thing, but um that this the place is massive, but we went out there did some tastings right out of the barrel and um, nice. It was it was pretty cool. The 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 girl running the tour was like super knowledgeable and um, 
you know, people are asking questions and she never said, um, and like thought about stuff. Like she had mm-hmm. all these answers with like numbers and Total things like that. Yeah. Like the, here's, here's what this one is. You know, this is typical 51% corn. Now here's another one. This one's like 95% corn and you'll taste it because of this, this and that and so on. Um, wife, uh, had her, her sips. She managed to do two sips of each, except the last one. She did four sips of that one. She especially liked the rye. Ah. Sort of a, had sort of a minty tail, which she, mm. she uh, enjoyed. Um, but she made quite a face. There you go. Um, I did buy, uh, buy a bottle. They, they, the uh, master distiller there like wanders around autographing bottles. And <laughs> he was just like, we're in the gift shop like, looking around. And he comes in with his jeans and T-shirt on and just like, hey, what's up? Starts starts signing bottles, putting them back on the <laughs> shelf. Talk to some people, walk away. He signed That's like great. three I random bottles, and but they don't mark them up or anything. It's pretty cool. So anyway, I haven't I haven't opened it yet, but it's pretty good. Um, it's a nice blend, you know. Uh, and then we rode some horses, which is pretty legit. I've done a lot of trail riding. This one was pretty legit as far as like the horses would actually like take off into a run if you let them. Sometimes mm. <laughs> That's cool. Um, okay. It it was so it was pretty cool. It was a nice day, and yeah. So we had a a good weekend down there. We left the kiddo at home for that. Obviously didn't bring her into the Rick house. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, yeah, it was was a good time. That's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. (sighs) Well, well, yeah. So that's, that's all the nonsense. Should we, should we talk about the, uh, the guitars? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do this. That sounds like something I would do. Uh, it does. It does. Uh, that's going to be the, hold on, make sure I get it right. That's going to be the Volante. Oh. Strymon. A, a, num, a, a Strymon number. Yeah. Strymon likes Volante. it. So. Yeah, that's a cool pedal. That's like one of those multi-head, uh, right. like Echo Rec style delays. Yeah, that, that's they, a That's a killer pedal. That's a that's one that they're they're good for. They're good for. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. first up, some gear. What do you guys think? Oh, wait a minute. Oh. No, first off. Wait. Some what? administrative detail, Justin. Oh, uh, was I supposed we were supposed to read this every time? Every I was fucking thinking, episode? Yeah, let's let's read this for the next All right. what are we on? 197? I just for yeah, let's throw it in there. Episode two hundred. Is this one ninety no it's one ninety six? For episode two hundred. What? Is it? It says nope. that on the wait notes. A wait, then my numbers are off. Oh, Hold it's on. it's probably because where are my numbers off from? Yeah, last week was one ninety five. Unless yeah, you want to skip my... one ninety six, we can skip it. We're just gonna skip that one. <laughs> my my notes for titles that I keep track of every week, I'm oh. on one ninety seven. Oh. Two, three. We can make up titles for that one. Oh, I skipped four. That's why. Whoops. Okay. One ninety six. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Yes. Anyway, continue. Uh okay. For episode two hundred. We're opening up recording night to all members of the Discord. No Patreon subscription needed. For one episode only, 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 only. Uh, and <laughs> it's going to be tons of fun. So I hope that we can get a crowd in for that one. We are going to have fun time parties. Uh, I don't know what I've honestly, I have no idea what we'll get up to. The, the, like we might, it's going to be crazy. 
Um, yeah, we we have not discussed what the show contents will actually be. So I imagine it's going to be kind of a party, and uh, we also have giveaways uh, that's going to be going on um, to all patrons. Yes, we have so make sure things lined up. So make sure your uh, address and and mailing information are yeah. uh, accurate in Patreon. And if you're if you're a subscriber of the Tone Control, all levels of Patreon, so a dollar yeah. plus. So um, we are not giving away the new Strymon Phaser. Don't ask. <laughs> Do not ask. Okay. We don't have that much money. Okay. Yes. Next up, Fractal Audio FM Nine. Bitches, what do you think? Bitches, so we t- we have a channel in the server called DigiRig, and it's yeah. for uh, for the likes of Fractal and Helix and Headrush and and whatever else digital signal modeling you might be doing. So right. we've been talking about this a little bit. It is so this is the new foot uh, controller, like the new floorboard designed Fractal product, um, the FM9. If you're familiar with the FM3 from a couple years ago. This is very similar. It's got nine foot switches instead of three. So it's double the processing power of the FM3, but still not as much processing power as the regular Axe FX3 Mark II. The three. Yeah, the rack. Yeah. Jobby. So when I was looking at this, um, I couldn't find, I, I didn't look very hard, honestly, but I couldn't find a ton of info about how much um, processing how much power that equates to how much processing power the Axe FX three Mark two has. Cause it, all it says is like okay. the world's most powerful. Yeah. So, so it doesn't really help with like, okay, well how many cores describe and, it in number of cores? Yeah. These ones, the FM three and nine, they do describe in the number of cores. So whatever. Anyway. Um, so the FM three came out last year. Like I said, it's got the three foot switches, uh, and it often gets compared to the HX stomp. I think because of mm-hmm. that foot switch design makes sense. Right. Um, still totally different things though. I think the, the fractal is obviously running its software, which is different. But but are are they, are they functionally very different? Are there slight differences in features, but essentially they're doing the same job? They're doing the same job for sure. Um, the FM3 is more powerful than the HX stop as well. Mm -hmm. So, so there's that, um, the FM9, it has the nine switches, and I think this is the one you want. You know, I saw this come out, and I think this is the fractal product that you want to get. It's a sweet spot, right? Yeah, because the rack mount thing is great and very powerful and kind of like unstoppable, really. But to play it live, you need some kind of controller or to just use the same tone mm-hmm. all night or to turn around and push buttons on the thing right. like a microwave, you know? So, well, and they had. Yeah, I mean, there, obviously, there's there's a solution for that, but as far as you know, cost versus features, I mean, this is yeah, this and, is a humongous development, right? So to get the the controller, the foot controller for the rack mount version is hundreds of dollars, right? It's still yeah. another major investment. The XFX three Mark II is already over two thousand dollars. Yeah, and then you're adding another few hundred. Maybe is it even a thousand bucks more to get the control? I don't know. It's a lot of money. So the FM9 is coming in at 1600 which is the cost, I believe, of the Helix. Pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the current going rate for a, a new Helix floor. Okay. Um, it does not, this, the FM9 does not have any expression built in, but of course it can receive expression pedals. So um, just any ordinary expression will work. Yeah, they make their own as well. 
sure. uh, which is like control. I think they're TRS, so they can be assigned to two different things. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I kind of think Fractal was maybe losing some ground to Helix, Kemper, and Headrush when it came to the pedalboard designed modeler. Right. Which is why we saw the introduction of the FM3 and, and now the 9. I know they had the AX8, which was like the other thing, but um, these are far more streamlined and far more like they, they look kind of the translation, the proper translation of the Axe effects into a floor unit. Sure, right. Whereas the other thing wasn't quite there. Yeah, and it was it was processing power wise like a few generations behind mm-hmm. the other stuff, mm-hmm. the rack mount stuff. So I don't think we need to get into the differences between Fractal and the other modelers because that information is kind of everywhere. Um, sure. Right, but it's the the thing that I've heard a few times is that Fractal's software is much more complicated. Okay. Uh, than something like Helix or or any of the others, and yeah, he, Helix I actually got to use um, for the first time the, the floorboard pretty recently. Oh really? And I uh, immediately figured out how to how to use it. So hmm. it, it was like, oh, um, I hear this sound. I want to alter this about it, and like I, I turned one thing. No, not that. Turned the second thing. Yep, it's this one. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was that easy. Um, it's very and, visual. Now I'm looking at this right here. What I've I've got on screen, this looks like the Helix screen to me. A little bit, right? So Helix is more like, here's your signal path. Put things in the path, right? Right. And with Hel- or with a uh, fractal, this is a grid. Put things on the grid and connect them and draw the path. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if, as you can, you, right? As you can see, though, on the blocks, there are way more types of blocks, like signal management things, for you yeah. to introduce into your signal, which is where things get really wild. And I think I would get fairly confused. And uh, Jonas, a supporter of the show, friend of the show, has the FM3, and he's like, "Yeah, it's it's complicated. It takes some learning." I think, like we've said, like you just said, the Helix thing is far more intuitive. And and you can yeah. get into the nitty gritty with like which one sounds better and which one feels better, but usability that's not nothing. Yeah. Uh, so be, I'm not in the market for one of these, right? Yeah. Like, although it would be a handy studio tool, like that's I just that's not my everyday. Like, if I was doing a session like that that would utilize this every week. I'm not doing that, right? But I would mm-hmm. definitely pick one of these or, or a Helix up if I was. Um, there happens to be a Helix right there because uh, the guy left it. We're actually working again on Saturday uh, and just left it in case, I don't know, in case it got forgotten or something. So I'll, I'll send um, you some presets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, uh, but, but anyway, so I, I don't know why I got off track there. The... I'm not really in the market for this, so I'm not really paying attention to which one I feel like I would prefer. But like, I f- I do feel like on the surface they look like they basically do the same thing. They've got their inputs and outputs. Maybe one of them has four, while the other one has three or something. You know, yeah. But there's little you know, differences, right? Go back to that I/O view. Yeah, the I/O panel here. Right. So on this, like, 
looking at it compared to the back of a Helix, right? Helix yeah. has four effects loops and four sets of sends and returns, mm-hmm. whereas this doesn't have that, but inputs and outputs can be used in that way. It's just how you assign them. Right. They're, so, so they're kind of labeled differently. And It's a full 8x8 eight eight interface, and you can just sort of repurpose them in that sense. Yeah, so Doug says no sends and returns, which is, they're not labeled that. It's kind of there. It's You can just you make just it. You would just go to this a, grid and draw it. Right, yeah, you would just exactly. draw a send and then put right. something in that path, put some hardware in that path. Right. I think this kind of uh, comes down to uh, ecosystem, really, and, and sort of yeah. brand, I, not identity, but sort of brand, like, yeah. it's, which, which, which you like to use. And, already, yeah. Right, and would I like an FM9? Sure, I would. I would have a blast with it, I bet, but... I am not set up really to get that granular with the tones between all these things. Right, right. And so that's the other side of it is like there's feature differences that you could dig into and be like, well, this one's going to work better for me. Although, frankly, I just look at both of them and kind of go, well, they both would kind of work for anybody who's using one of these. So really, I think it is going to come down to like, which software do you prefer? Or like Mm -hmm. when you, if you set them down side by side and you were like, okay, I'm going to head-to-head these, make me an AC30, you both do it. And then which one do you like better and walk out of the store? Like, you're going to be fine. You know, you're going to pick which one yeah. sounds better to you in that moment and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, a um, little more powerful one way or the other. And I mean, our, the cost you said was essentially the same. Like, these are, they well, definitely sort built of. these at so, a price point. Um, the FM3 is 1100. The FM9 is 1600. And, you know, that that's the Helix zone. Is And, and you can get an 16, HX stomp. Yeah. yeah, you can get an HX stomp for 599. Yeah. Or, right? Or 699. It's under 1000 by by a decent amount. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, there's Line 6 is still really occupying that entry level market right. big time. It, like, if you're not, although Headrush did just introduce something earlier in between mm-hmm. episodes that's like, Maybe three ninety nine. It's much smaller though. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Doug the, is asking a question. He's asking okay. what the hum buster is. Uh, Fractal has this oh, thing on that's the, for bust and hum. Yeah, obviously he says it on the tin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's fractals. It's what they call their ground lift. Uh, yeah, it's a ground ground thing. Um, right. He's asking why would you need to toggle the ground lift on and off throughout a gig. Which you don't, it's just when you plug it in, it just doesn't hum, I guess. So you don't have to push a button to make it stop humming like you do, do so on So does Helix. it just detect? I think it just detects. Yeah. Um, also, it could just be if somebody plugs in the blender at the bar, maybe you suddenly get ground loop, you know? like <laughs> Yeah. You well, could be in I a mean, weird but, place. But, but what he's saying is like if, uh, you know, removing the ground, if removing the ground doesn't hurt anything, why isn't it just always rem- removed? Mm. And it's it's not that it doesn't hurt. It, like you have to to, to do um, that correctly. You have to transformer couple it, and that doesn't change nothing about the sound. It's not significant usually if it's if it's done right, but it doesn't change nothing. So I get why mm-hmm. you you maybe wouldn't always want it. It's not it's not just disconnecting a wire because there are there's plenty of times like if you have an actual ground loop, um, lifting the ground wire isn't actually going to prevent that because it's being carried on the signal wire as well. Um, if it's my, a, if it's a true loop, which it can right. be with a unit like this, because you can have audio when you're going to front of house and back from front of house, you can easily create a loop um, when you've got bi-directional audio between two different devices like that. 
Um, right. And so, my, so you transform or couple them so you're magnetically isolated. It's the only surefire way to do it. My FRFR cab and the Helix both have a ground lift button. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first time I brought the Helix to practice, plugged it in, like tons. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Yeah, and and the guys were like, "Oh, nice going! What, like, <laughs> you got this new piece of gear, and it's like, come on!" Wow. So, yeah. Oh, okay. R two's on the Fritz, asshole. Yeah, click click that little button, gone. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're gonna buy a fractal product, I think this is the one to really consider because it is super crazy powerful, mm-hmm. uh, and it is also gigable. And I think that's a huge thing for me. For me, that's a huge thing. Yeah. The, the rack unit stuff, you can get Helix in a rack, but you either got to control it over software or yeah. on the interface itself. Again, it's like you're just punching in on a microwave right. now, or there, by the controller. A, there's a segment of the population that uses racks that might prefer that sort of thing, but they yeah. still have to have some kind of floor switch to control it unless there's somebody else doing that for them, right? So that ends up being a, a vanishingly small cross-section of the population that wouldn't be better served with this. You know, Yeah, and you can also like program this stuff to change over MIDI and maybe you don't need a controller, yeah. but let's be real. But that's what I'm saying. Like somebody has to operate that for you still, like in that case. So uh, I guess I guess what I'm saying is I, I feel like the rack versions of all of these things are sort of a product of their time. It was like because mm-hmm. these weren't here yet. It was it's not it's not the the best form factor for anybody. Well ultimately. I think when, when Helix came out they both came out together. The floor, the floor and the, yeah. the floor and the rack unit came out at the same time. But like, I think people were just like expecting the rack. Unit. Oh yes, like, yes, I see what you're like saying. There's no, like, there, I, I can't. I'm trying to imagine a scenario. It's like it's like such a small portion of the user base that would for the, for which that is actually the best way to do it. You yeah. know, maybe it would be me. Maybe I'm the only one for whom that would fit better. You know, a studio is the only place that that would actually fit better in the world. Because right. I'm not controlling it on the floor, right. for the most part, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, with stuff like snaps, stuff um, like snapshots, though, like in scenes and whatever Fractal calls it, like you kind of don't have to worry about much of that because it is a single tap to change a sound to change an entire signal chain. But you know, well, yeah, I know. But Doug, I think this is approximately the size of a Helix floor. Um, they never the say, FM, though, do they? The FM3 is huge. It is way bigger than an, uh, an HX stop. So that's another thing, right? Like portability right. and They, and they just never the got scale. to that very small form factor. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. do a quick Google of FM3 versus HX stop. You could fit two stomps inside the <laughs> FM3, I feel like. But uh, yeah, um, so it's I cool. I, I, I wonder if I should load up the... Is there like a specs page or something? I don't know. It doesn't really Owner's matter. manual. All right, this is but, um Okay. <laughs> of course, Anywho. there's a huge community, just like with all the other stuff. You can trade presets and you can... It's In the Helix groups that I'm a part of, when this thing was announced, everyone was like, oh no, who's going to switch? Which is like such a stupid conversation. But <laughs> Well, there's, there's rich guys out there, though, that are just like, take yep, my money, true. you know? Oh, it's yeah. newer. Oh, yeah, the Blues Lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look. Look, people. Um, are you guys ready? Do you guys know what time it is? I'm looking at you, chat. Do you know what time it is? Do you know? Do you have any 
idea. I do not know. Star Trek. Time? I think you no. you all actually know. You're just you all actually know. You're just fucking with me. Here we we've go. We've only done it every episode for hundred goddamn episodes. <laughs> pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping. So you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. All right, guys. Very good. Very good. I just realized I forgot to throw up the Pedal Genie website and wiggle it around. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> the po- You heard the lady. You heard the lady. She told you the thing to do. Okay, so um, this is going to be a quick one this time um, because we're uh, we're talking about uh, what I've got from Pedal Genie inexplicably, which I'm sure oh. this is my fault, but this is obviously <laughs> not the sort of thing I would actually have wanted to receive and demo on the show, is the Omec Teleport, which is by Orange. I remember talking about this, and I don't remember yeah. what it does. Uh, I don't think anybody remembers what it does. It's inexplicable. Uh, so the <laughs> Omec Teleport is an audio interface for guitar. So I'm, I'm holding it up right here, but it's it's there on the, the screen here. So we'll try to get a... A good look. So there's there's the the picture. So it's this mini yeah. pedal size job. It's got it's got your uh, USB B on the top, mm-hmm. okay, and it's got a power jack. Um, all the reviews complain heavily that it does not come with a power supply. It just runs on oh. a pedal power supply, right? Oh, okay. So okay. so you're I, thinking, right. like, welcome to the fucking world of pedals, all you dumb idiots. Pedals <laughs> don't come with power supplies. You're supposed to have that if you have a pedal board, okay? But here's the thing. <laughs> This is sort of not a pedal, right? I mean, it's a pedal, no, but it's, it's an audio yeah. interface, okay? So there are people buying this from Orange instead of buying, like, the thing from Apogee, right? They're just connecting mm-hmm. this, this to a computer. They don't have pedals. They don't have a 9-volt supply laying around. So it is, in the sense, kind of an oversight because they're, they're, um, they're overlapping into another market. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have a question. It, and it's hitting them hard in the reviews. What's up? What's the foot switch for? It turns it on and off, Derek. You know. No, hang on. Like what part of it turns on and off? Does it is it a mute it or does stops, it turn the interface yeah, off? It no, it, it mutes the audio to the to the digital source. But not the analog source, not your quarter inch. Well, the analog source comes from the digital source. No. So here's here's the thing. Um if you wanted to install this in a pedal board as sort of a split. You actually, this does not do that, as far as I can tell. Uh, This translates your guitar signal into digital that a computer or phone of any kind can read. It is a, um, I forget what it's, it's, uh, 
CAD. So, so uh, uh, basically, it just appears as a generic audio device to anything. Okay. Like, it doesn't require a driver of any kind. And I did verify. Like, I plugged this into my computer earlier, and OBS sees it as a okay. USB audio device uh, in stereo. So there is stereo. Okay, there is not cool. a through. There is out one and out two, and that's because the output of this could easily be stereo because whatever you're doing to it in your computer or phone is probably stereo. Okay, right? so you could run this out to your MacBook and run it through some plugins and right. then back into your pedal you board and load into up, your amp. Uh, uh, peak or whatever, um, what, what's the, the stupid thing that makes a bunch of amps, you know, any of those softwares yeah, yeah. That, that run on computer. Um, people talk about running this into DAWs, um, but the reviews also say that there are many that don't respect it, that they aren't prepared to deal with generic audio devices. They need you to have a proper device. And sometimes ASIO for All works, sometimes it doesn't. ASIO for All is a little finicky kind of beta software anyway. So hmm. so this, this, yeah, this just turns your guitar into something a computer can hear. And but, yeah, but doesn't then the keep output it. from it is the output from your computer. So if I plug this into my computer and plug this output into speakers... I could watch YouTube on those speakers with this. This is a sound card for your computer. Do you know Jeez. what I mean? Like yeah, assuming, yeah, I do. That, assuming uh, that that my computer is like a, any anything, it would just see it as a t- typical audio device. I plug this in, set my Mac to output through it. So Doug's saying it's not actually an interface, but it is because you can record no, your guitar with it's, it. Right. It is actually an interface. It's not actually a pedal. That's the thing. Yeah. Right, and I, I have so, no way of like demoing this right now for you. That's okay. This is sound blaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really so, <laughs> don't have any way of demoing this because, like, I could plug it in and and OBS can hear it, but you guys in Discord won't be able to hear it, and it'll just sound like dry guitar, right? Like DI guitar. So now, right? tell me again the the foot switch mutes <laughs> the. It, the foot switch turns this little light on and off, Derek. That's what it oh, does. Oh, beautiful. I love yeah. it. Um, so if I plug this in and I turn on a new audio device in OBS so that it can, I can see my guitar on the meter, when I click this off, there's no audio. So say this is on your pedal board and it's also going into the front of your amp. It doesn't mute that though, right? Uh, I actually don't know because I've not hooked it up in that way. Okay. Um, maybe I could I could try no, that. Don't, don't sweat it, I, I do guess. It. I could do it. So now okay. I guess the other question is, does it mute that digital signal or does it disconnect the device? <laughs> it mutes the signal. It doesn't disconnect okay, okay, the device. Okay, that I know because I did plug it, like I said, I plugged it in and just clicked the mute and it just went away. Um, let me yeah. just get that guitar. Okay. Uh, I'm supposed to vamp now. I'm typing in the chat when I shouldn't be. I don't think this is a great product. I feel like, I, I don't know, I, that... Okay, that feels so, harsh, but there's a lot of reviews here on the site. Like this is the greatest thing ever, but like it doesn't need to have a foot switch. It doesn't need to have the pedal format. And I don't know. This has got to be white yeah. labeled OEM. I don't know why Orange is making this. It doesn't make sense. So um, I don't know why it's in this format either. It's it's ostensibly uh, the only reason it would be in this format is if what you were trying to do with it is integrate a computer or phone into your pedal board. Yeah. Right. And, so that's the and, only reason that this is the thing you actually want instead of one of these other devices that's kind of uh, configured to work with a computer or a phone, right? Like one right. of the Apogee, like the HD, jam. Yeah. the jam. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yes. Uh, I need one more cable. So basically I'm not going to hook this up by USB or I mean, I can, but, um, it doesn't, well, you guys it, aren't going to hear anything, but I'm so, just going to hook this up and see if audio passes through it when it's not connected to a computer. 
Yeah. Because, because actually that would, that would kill it right there. This would be dead in the water if it didn't, because that means you can't, if you put this on your pedal board, you actually can't use your pedal board unless your computer's in the loop, right? <laughs> right. So we're just going to do a little live test right now. So I'm Which kind of um, confirms that, again, the pedal's shape and, and form factor of it is a mistake. If that's what, okay, yeah, I hear so that. So there's, there's guitar. Ah, so when I turn the pedal on, since it's not connected to a computer, oh no! I, so the so the 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 foot switch. What it what it literally does then is it toggles between the digital path and the through path. So in off position, we have a through path. Yeah, which means you could put this on your pedal board and you'd be fine. You'd leave it hooked up. It does it have a just, buffer in it. I know. Um, so I'm. So, I, I don't know if it's. I mean, I should go back and look if it's true bypass. It has a through, but it's not a. It's not a. Um, it's well, it's off. Not, it's. It, it's the pedal's right, off, and these are all just reviews, and they're not telling me. So now, I, I'm going to ask a stupid question. You have hooked that okay. up to power right now, right? Yeah, there's power. Okay, in okay, just double check. Yeah, the, I'm the, the light's to like... turning on, and it mutes. So when the light's so, on, there's yeah. no guitar. It would be a and through that's... if it if we had signal passing when when it was engaged, but it's well, but but think about this though. If you had signal pass, passing when it was engaged, that would mean that it's mixing dry with digital. True, and it does not do that because that would be wrong to do because there's latency yeah, on the yeah, digital yeah. as well. And, and, so and they're, they're saying right here, the latency is as low as four milliseconds, depending on the hardware. Doug so, is saying it sounds like we're talking right. about buffered bypass. I, not not exactly because I just oh it says right here buffered bypass. Yeah, so okay, right, but it's still, but that's not why it's not passing audio. No, that has nothing to do with it. It could be true bypass. It's not. Yeah. It just happens to have a buffer in it, um, but that's that doesn't necessarily, Im, you know. So, and it comes with some, with a version of Amplitude that Orange okay. has made. Um, so basically, like you would have if you bought this, you're not going to have to go find your own shit to plug it into. Okay, you'd that's have, good. You'd have Amplitude, which probably comes with all the Orange stuff built into it, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a quality thing. Um, mono in, stereo out with a parallel buffer. Um, it's, it's odd. Um, I think it's an odd, it's an odd thing. Um, I'm just going to get to where I can well, set this guitar it's, down. It's that thing of like, it looks like a pedal. So it's marketing towards guitarists, right? Like it's to, it's to yeah. interface with some other stuff in your music making setup with your kind of analog guitar setup. That's kind of cool. But it's if for people looking for audio interfaces, like you said. It's, yeah, I mean, th- what this is replacing is like an Apogee Jam or if you have like a Scarlet or something and you're just using it to record your guitar into your computer, this this could replace that in a simple way. But here's the thing. This doesn't have anything else on it. Um, so because they stuck it in this pedal factor, by the way, this is 139 bucks on Sweetwater right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's what's an Apogee Jam cost? Does that have a headphone out? No, which is why I had to stop using okay. it at some point. Apogee Jam now, is one fifty nine. So, okay, so I mean, I don't know. At the point where you're buying an Apogee Jam, this is sounds like a good deal. Um, it, 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 oh, to it, replace, I'm like sorry. A, the Apogee Jam now does have a headphone out. Okay, the newest well, so that's, one. That, that's a missing feature here because you've got to have your own speakers or whatever on your device. Mm-hmm. So if you connect this to your phone and you, like mine, your phone doesn't have a headphone port, 
then you need to get that cable that like splits it all out so you still have a headphone port. Or you got to use Bluetooth headphones and then you've got latency then from this, latency from your headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think this is weird. I think this is a weird product. Um, and I think it's strange. Like look how they this picture here. So they've they've integrated it into this pedal board with a couple of other things in it just for looks. Um yeah, so like that doesn't need to be there because here's the here's the thing. Like, if you're gonna, uh, like, what? Yeah, so what are you doing here, right? So where it is on the board, it's first in line. It appears so it's taking the USB like, no, from your is. dry guitar, and then maybe it's out running some plugins, and then it's back a, into the pedal board. Cheap. It's a cheap ass HX stomp. That's what this is. This is <laughs> well, w- yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to bring your own phone or computer or whatever and run ampl- their version of Amplitube on it or whatever. I mean, it's it's software agnostic. Whatever software you yeah. have, you can run this into. But you're so, going to deal like, with the latency, which you aren't dealing with yeah. in HX Stomp because it's not – well, I mean, it's. I'm sure there's latency in the Helix and stuff. But it's, sure, so, but it's vanishingly it's small. And I mean, maybe this yeah. is good too, but it's dependent on your computer. So if you bring a laptop – that isn't very powerful and has to run a buffer size over 256 samples, then you're adding significant latency to your, to, and you're never going to hear it. There's no direct monitoring because, I mean, you wouldn't hear the sound anyway because you're, you're putting it into the computer in order to change it and hear that. Yeah. So, like, you know? in the order of this pedal board here, right, the guitar goes into the OMAC, and then it's splitting out, not splitting, but it's going USB to the computer. Maybe it's running some nifty plugins, and then it comes back into the pedal board, yeah. it runs into some other thing, and then an even tied H9. Then then where does it go, right? Is it going off into an amp that's that, being mic'd and recorded through a different interface? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that's the thing. Like, this is an interface, but it's not really a recording interface Fully. It's to introduce your laptop into your pedal board, basically. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, because otherwise yeah. you would go for you would go for something else. And I mean, sure, you could replace an Apogee Jam with this in a sense, but it doesn't have a headphone out, and you're totally dependent on. Well, you just have to get like one of those weird cables for a phone. I mean, laptops mm-hmm. have a headphone out, but it's it's not going to be nice. Um, it's a solution in search of yeah. a problem. Yeah, I I think it is. And when I so I opened this up and I was like. What the fuck is this? Like, I, this is like a yeah. few hours before the show. I was like, what am I, I? I can't demo this. What am I even gonna do? So I look on YouTube and I'm like, let's make sure that this isn't just completely stupid, or make sure I understand its stupidity at least before mm-hmm. I go talking about it. And I found a video of somebody who was like, uh, I I uh, needed a new interface because my interface broke, and and she's like, I'm not using my Scarlet anymore. Here's so I got this instead. Now this does not replace your Scarlet. You no. don't have headphones. You don't have any mic inputs. You know, if if you're just doing guitar and you happen to be listening through your computer speakers or through your computer's audio outputs, you know what I mean? Like, I assume her Scarlet was plugged into speakers or something. Um, not here. So I thought that was weird, and I, I and I ended up like watching most of the video, waiting for the part where she was going to explain to me like why that was a normal thing to say, but she did not. You could so, do some pretty, you, this would allow you to do some stuff that other setups don't, but I don't think that's enough They are good reason. things though. Like what could you do that's good? Like I don't know. Like I, All I mean is introducing things that are plug-in exclusive into guitar yeah. signals, but that there's other ways to do that. It just allows you to run it directly then into other pedals on your board 
in an interesting way. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's so worth the, 140 the use, bucks though. I mean, no, I, I mean, I, I believe that's what it costs. I believe that that's a fair oh, price sure. for what's in here in the box, but it's just, it's, it's well, just doesn't, just doesn't really, that's so narrow. Like I want to insert amplitude here in my pedal board. Then this mm-hmm. is for you. Otherwise look elsewhere. That's the only use case for this. And honestly, the the stock photography, not even stock, but the photo for this thing, if you're introducing Amplitude, amp and cab this, processing, this should be at the end. This is, well, <laughs> right, well, well, right. I mean, but this guy's, put, you know, put, putting the, the Eventide H9 after whatever Amplitude, right? Okay, so, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't believe any of this in this photo is plugged in. I don't believe anybody no. set this up and played it and then took a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, do we know anybody? But look with at Converse? all these producers and shit. <laughs> Richard Vernon Fortas, Reed, yeah. F- fucking Tim Stewart, uh, producer. Uh, uh, oh my god. These are are these all producers? Producers, maybe. Seems like a waste of money, and you're like fifteen dollars away from an Apogee Jam, which is a known. Very usable, yeah. very great interface. But 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 actually doesn't take you know, the place of this for that one no, use case. That's the thing. That one thing. But is that, that one, one thing, thing? If that's what you're doing, then this is the pedal. This is what you get. It's the only thing that will do exactly that that I know of, I've ever seen in my it, whole life. Right. It's the, the only product in this market. You know, because yeah. Apogee Jam <laughs> doesn't have any. I mean, these are high impedance outputs, right? They're meant to go on to more pedals. It's the only product I've ever seen that has that, actually. I'm I'm not super trusting. It's just a dumb thing to have. I'm not super trusting that these reviews are real. I bet they're just sort of paid spots. <laughs> oh, this, I, the, I don't know. The, all the celebrity shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like the Sweetwater page um, for what's real, it's you know middle of the road. They're averaging out like around three stars or something. And Probably some people because are like, of things like cool. I need a power supply. Well, there's a lot of I need a power supply with this. Why doesn't it come with a power supply? But but the trouble is this is not the right product for you if you don't have a pedal board. Because yeah. you'd be better served with an Apogee Jam or any of those other things. There are cheaper ones. You know, there are ones that are a hundred bucks. You could spend ninety-nine bucks on the one from um M Audio or, mm-hmm. or I, I forget. I forget what it is. It's one of those other companies, right? Um if you're trying to insert Amplitude or something like that into either your pedal board at some point, then this is it. And you don't need a power supply because you definitely already have one because you already have a pedal board. So if you're one of the people complaining in the reviews that this doesn't have a power supply, you didn't do your research. This is not the product for you. Yeah, you but, bought the wrong thing. You know, but it's a super narrow thing. So anyway. I would, I'll tell you, I would not want this occupying a spot on my power supply though. <laughs> And when I could yeah, use that for something power cool. power supply real estate. Right, like I've got an eight yeah. output thing. Like I would much rather have some other, even a fucking tuner. Like I would much rather have something that's, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we should move on. We're getting fired yeah, we, totally, we totally should. We're Doug says off. you're I, $50 away from a good product. I can't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, add a add a power supply in the box to this and a headphone out. And now mm-hmm. you're killing it. Like, does that cost $50? I do not fucking think so. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a crazy good headphone output. You know what I mean? Like, it could mm-hmm. be anything. But that that means that you don't have to put this on a pedal board. Yeah. It can also just be an interface. It also does not need a foot switch. 
Well, but then it okay. won't look like okay. a guitar pedal. But, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so let's go back to the narrow use. Okay, this is I'm 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 the guy who has a pedal board, but I want to put Amplitube right here. I want to put it between my Tube Screamer and my H9. Okay, and so okay. I'm gonna st- there. It is. It's on my pedal board. Now Amplitube has a I don't know pick, pick anything. It has a sound in it, right? It has some it's, some it's effect. Got, yeah, yeah. It's got a rotary speaker effect. I'm running a rotary speaker in Amplitude, and I'm not in my H9 for some reason. This is a terrible. <laughs> I just created. Okay, so yes. I have I have this pedal, and then I have no. I have a tube screamer, and then I have this pedal, and then I have an a real echo rec. Okay. Okay. Now I need to put some reverb. No, an, an, an amp. No, I don't know. The point is, okay, picture that there's an effect running on this. I can bypass that effect while I'm playing on stage. Sure. Okay. This is what I'm trying to get to. Okay, yes. so in that narrow case where you're the guy, that's what the that's why it has the damn foot switch. But it needs a it needs a headphone is, port and a and a little wall wart. Just put one of those little one spots in the box with it. Job it's done. So so niche though. It is so niche. So, okay. Well, you know what? Thanks, Pedal Genie. I see what you did. Yeah. I see, <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Pedal Genie. I see what uh, you're up to. Andrew in the chat, I just showed up and it sounds like Justin has no clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not exactly correct. Oh, it's the contrary, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew something that Orange didn't. Right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, I oh, also that's don't. A very, okay, hold on. This is oh, hang on. this is insightful. From Doug. Oh, look at this. I think this is an this is emblematic of an emerging problem right now. We have a ton of guitarists suddenly trying to break into the honestly complex world of home recording. I didn't pre-read this before I started reading, by the way. So if he gets racist at the end, it was him <laughs> and not me. And trying to figure out what they need. Now we have companies selling. Half-cocked, not-quite solutions that don't do the thing they need to do, but musicians will still buy them because they don't know any better. And shame on you, Orange, for putting your name not on the front because you know it's stupid, (laughs) just in the back where you think maybe somebody will notice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I don't disagree. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember talking about that when it came out. We were like, oh, interesting. We didn't know how it worked at the time. And uh, it's like, oh, neat. It's like okay. me when I opened it earlier today. Oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, oh, cool. Okay, I get it. Oh, no, I don't. No, I <laughs> do not get silly. it. Okay. Uh, um, on to the I, next thing. Yeah, real quick. Uh, what, I, still ha- I still have the, uh, it's over on that shelf. I still have that analog delay. I'm going to do a live stream, hopefully this yeah. coming week. Uh, nice. So the week that this show comes out, we're, we got a little band break going down, I think. So I should have some time. Okay. Right on. Next up. I remember recording that, and I don't know what it is. Like, I'm really bad at this now. I, I've, yeah. What's fun, so I have that thing. So you know the problem? I forget what there's a word for it, but it's like you can't remember all the books you own. But if someone says, do you own blank, you can say yes or no. Right. Once they say it to you, 
Yes, yeah. you can't like scan your bookshelf or your or your album collection or whatever, but you right. can say like, "Oh, have you tried the blank pedal?" I'd be like, "Yes." Yes. No. Yes, exactly. Uh this one's from Empress. The Trem? Well, I don't no. know. It's it's called uh it's called That's Nebulous. Oh, yeah. It's it sounds like it's a it sounds like it's a phaser or phaser, something. Phaser, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nebulous. Okay, so we, we, return of the review reviews. Now, I saw when I announced that we were going to have review reviews in the chat, everyone was reviewing the review reviews. Um, yes, we I got saw a good reviews four. of seven out of two, four out of four, <laughs> two out of four. It's all over the map. Yeah. Uh, frankly. But anyway, um, so, should I put this three on and screen and or bars. do you want this to be secret? Um, put the product on screen. I just, I posted a link in the chat. Oh, you went straight to the review. I linked to the review for you and me, but I sent a a link in the chat to the actual product. This is for the, uh, what is it called? The, the best choice products, semi hollow body electric guitar (laughs) set with dual humbucker pickups, three dual humbucker pickups, three way pickups, selector case, electronic tuner, capo strap picks, cutaway design design, red. Um, the so, market of beginner guitars on Amazon is vast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's $179.99. It's, it's 180 yeah. bucks, folks. And if you're not familiar with review reviews, we're here uh, talking about um, the quality of the review on a product, not the quality of the product itself, because that's kind of irrelevant here. We want to know if the review <laughs> is helpful yeah. for those that are maybe looking for the product. So. This is a 335 style guitar. It's got block inlays. Um, at a distance, it's, it looks pretty nice. It's got <laughs> binding. I mean, yeah. I. What's this picture for? Oh, they're explaining what the solid and hollow uh, body are. <laughs> That's. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. You know, whatever. This is. You, you, I like that they're doing red check marks, not red X's, because it's like it's just a difference. It's not. Necessarily yeah. oh, look bad. Look at the tobacco burst, or does that count as sunburst? Sunburst, like sun to me. That's pretty nice. The yeah. black back. So yeah. it's all around a good looking guitar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. From a distance. So from a distance, if you squint, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a review um, from Shane uh, on July twenty first of twenty twenty. He gave it five stars. He says, "I've been looking for a guitar like this for eight years." Followed by three exclamation points. Holy shit, dude. 97 people have found this helpful. I learned a thing when researching this review. You can attach videos to Amazon reviews. Yes. And there's a video of Shane playing this guitar. I have been, fun fact, I have been paid to make a video review for a microphone on Amazon before. No kidding. Yep. So, okay, here's the review. I've always had a passion for guitar. I was inspired by the guitar in Back to the Future Part 1 when Michael J. Fox played Johnny Be Good as the dance. Yes, as the dance. <laughs> I'm going to jot that down, as the dance. As the dance. <laughs> My mom got me a Yamaha Pacifica, and I thought it was the same one. I got a job recently and bought this guitar. It's amazing. It looks good, plays good, and definitely feels good. Would rate higher if I could. Oh wow! He wants a six-point scale. He wants a six out of a six out of five. <laughs> now the video is him playing the Johnny B. Good riff. Uh, he's 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 learning guitar. Let's say so. It's it's a little sloppy. It's a little, as, little rough as, around the as edges. As Doug alluded to in the chat, 
He hasn't been playing guitar for eight years. He's been searching for guitar for eight years. <laughs> yes, a subtle but distinct difference. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, th- that's the whole thing. It was, a, it was just a few lines here. Um, I love the passion, right? This guy is so excited about playing guitar, and he's so excited to have this guitar. He's not maybe experienced enough with gear and and, and, and like the, the nitty gritty of it all, like we're in all the time to know yeah. that the, the, the guitar in back to the future is not this guitar, <laughs> nor is it actually, there's this whole fun thing that what is, so they go back to 1955. That's an, actually a 59, 330, yeah, like, uh, 345, I believe, or 355, something like that. So, you know, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the point is he wanted the, the, 335-ish look, right, in red. Right, yes. And that's what he, that's got what he it. wanted because he wanted to be Michael J. Fox trying to uh, get his parents back together, trying to get his parents to bone down, mm-hmm. you know, so he wasn't fade away. He's doing the things you got to do. Yeah. So with a guitar. What do you rate this review? Do you think Shane's parents aren't together? Oh, my God. So poignant, Whoa. Eric. Like maybe he secretly identifies he's with like, Back to the Future and doesn't really know it yet. You know, yeah, guy's obviously like, young, so he's gonna get that riff so right. Oh, Andrew suggests an interesting point. Maybe he just wants to make out with his mom. <laughs> so I'm I and why I want to rate this review pretty highly because I like yeah. I said I genuinely love that he's excited about learning guitar and that's and I'm really pulling for his parents. Yeah, and so I got to look up, pull up a Yamaha Pacifica. I want to see what that is. Okay. I thought that was like an S-style guitar, but maybe not. All right, hold on. Um, uh, I got a job recently and bought this guitar. Get it, brother. Like, that is, that's it, right? That's do it. I can't tell you how many times I was like, I need to get a job so I can buy this guitar. I did that. That was my life. It's the best. And then when you finally get it, you, you've earned it. You worked hard for it for the, buy yeah. your first guitar. What a moment, you know? Okay, so these are Yamaha Pacifica series guitars. Um, yeah, S style. They're okay. pretty far from it. Pretty far. So he must have just heard that name, right? Like somebody said Could be. Pacifica to him. He didn't even, because you wouldn't look at this. He said his mom, oh, that's what it was. He said his mom got him a Pacifica thinking that was the one. Oh, I see, I see, okay. Yeah, so he didn't look at this and think, oh, that's the, that's the. Well, sure, Johnny anybody could identify that, yeah. Um, anyway. these are kind of cool looking. I'm into the Pacifica. Yeah, it's like a, a little pointier strat, little yeah. little stratty thing. I like the HSS ones. Hmm. Yeah, neat, cool. cool. I'm going to give this. But we're not talking about that. We're talking no. about this guy. I'm going to give it a five out of five. It's great. I also five out of five. Um, you know where this guitar is going. We don't need roads. How many more of these do you think we have? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing it all down. <laughs> the, the the guitar that kisses your mom. I don't know. <laughs> That's nothing. That's not. I don't like that one. Um. <clears throat> so. Yeah. This thing has good reviews. Like it's a four point three out of five. Well, I think um, when you're looking for a beginner guitar, <clears throat> like when you're looking at the package that has this kit, you know, it's got strings and a strap and one and a capo and and all that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're. This is how can you go? I mean, unless it's literally like gonna cut your hand 
the right out of the box, which I guess oh, yeah, is a possibility. Yeah. Like, so do we buy one? Well, no, we don't buy. We're buy the review, Eric. We're we're reviewing the review. God damn it! God damn it! Oh, here's a thin line style telly for a hundred and nine dollars. You're getting save, distracted, Derek. I'm gonna save get us ten dollars when you click this coupon. Okay, you guys, I can get a telly you for a hundred bucks. We're we're moving on. We get five out of five. What do you guys think in the chat? Do you Honestly, think it's kind do you of a agree sweet five color. out of five for review? Look at the color not, of this we're thing. We're not talking about the fucking guitar you found. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm into it. We have listener questions to get into. I'm sorry. You're right. We do. Let's move on. Yeah. Four out of five for the review plus tax. Those are separate. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, my Lord. This is a. What is this thing? <laughs> You like it? <laughs> I have no idea who did this one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, know anything it could have been anymore. me, I guess. I don't know anything anymore. Who is this? What is this? Uh, this is the data corruptor. From of course Quaker it is. devices. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, it's a very fun uh, digital Cor- bit of Corruptor of data. Corruptor of data. Okay, Doug asked, uh, when does a pedal board get so big or complicated that it ceases to be useful anymore? Four. Ooh. Four is the we, we are in a fight. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, okay, I think I actually think there are several answers to this. There are, there are ways that the... No, I don't, I don't think four pedals is too much to manage. But I think there are, there are different um, dimensions by which a pedal board could become unmanageable. And, Mm. um, it's not, it's not like too, too many pedals, uh, too many of a certain kind of pedal that would do it. Right. Yep. And, and it's probably, you know, I mean, two multi-effects, if you've got more than one multi-effect on your board, go to hell. In what regard? Like, you know, like, like, uh, like one of those things with, that has like several, it, like an H9. If you've got an H9 oh. and you've got something else that's like an equivalent to an H9, fuck you. You know? Yeah, I don't think that's, uh, it's not so big at that point, but it is complicated, right? There's but this, that becomes, a, that's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's something where I would go, this is wrong. Like that's what I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think, when do I think that the pedal board is wrong? Um well, let me I mean, ask there's you a this. certain point where you're just going to have too much noise. You're just going to have too much. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like when they, they did the world record for how many pedals they could string together. And it was <laughs> yeah. like non, it was like not music. There's no guitar right? signal passing through There was nothing anymore. left. Yeah. Your, yeah, your noise floor was louder than the guitar. Um, too much noise, Devin Townsend disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let me ask you this. My, my kind of quote unquote main board has the timeline yeah. and the HX stomp on it. Right. Um, Timeline is exclusively I'm, delays, so it's maybe not a multi-effect. Yeah, and, and delays that you could do on the HX stomp, but it's also, that's pretty different. Like, that would actually kind of complicate things to do that all in the H stomp at that point, right? It would. Aren't you, and I, aren't I, you a little simpler when you're using the timeline? Yeah, because the signal path for the HX stomp, like, I'm using that DSP for something else. I'm not also doing more delays in the HX stomp. Yeah. Yeah. So it's doing amps so that's, and cabs. That's fine. And, and, and I, okay. yeah, I know you're you're calling me out for saying mu- but I don't multi think, effects, well, but it's no, not the I don't same think, thing, right? I wouldn't call the timeline a multi effect, I think. No. It's a delay. It's it's a it's got multiple delay 
effects in it, but it doesn't also do modulation. It doesn't also no. have distortions. You know, yes, uh, yeah. the, the Boss ME50. Mm-hmm. That's a multi-effect. It's got yeah. three foot switches because one of them's the mod section and one of them's the distortion section and one of them's the whatever else, mm-hmm. time effects distort uh, section. Yeah. So um, obviously and, you wouldn't have more than one of those. Yeah, and Doug's pointing out HX Stomp only has so many blocks worth of stuff and some yeah. things it just, there's a, a traditional guitar pedal that is maybe not in Helix, such as his example, sure. the Walrus Audio Juliana. I have one of those on yeah. that same board, and it's great. And that pedal is super unique, and I really prefer the sound of it to the choruses in Helix. Right. So if you have a Helix and you've got a bunch of pedals that are doing essentially generic jobs, mm-hmm. if you have a TS9 and a Helix. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Versus more might bespoke be pedals. Up. Yeah. 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 It's, and then. Size, I think it comes down to like. Are I mean, you just eventually? Like, they eventually the case has wheels, mm-hmm. so it's it's not like you. You don't ever get to where you can't carry it. Right? Yeah, right. And I, I mean, I if think, you can't, then you're doing it wrong. But 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 once that's the thing, like it just evolves. It just evolves into having on, wheels. Justin Vamp. So, uh, uh, and if your pedal board talks bad. To your mom, if your pedal board makes out with your mom. Um, um, All right. Okay. I'm going to grab my headphones here. The thing is, like, this is the new board. Don't tell him what I said, guys. Look at this, right? Well, you this can is, hold it with one hand. This is a small, this is. It's got like eight pedals yeah. on it. Right. Look how many pedals, pedals are on this thing, right? Look at this. Yeah. There's a load of pedals on this bad boy, and I love it. And I think this is the smallest board I've, I've ever owned. That's not yeah. true. It's the smallest board I've ever like practically used for real stuff. That's not just like a little so, one or two pedal thing. What's doubled up on there? Uh, I've got, I've got a, a overdrive, a boost, and a fuzz. Like I guess you could call those all like drive pedals. Well, you know, you know, they're a um, little they're a little overlapped, but they're not doubled. A little. Right. Otherwise, nothing is overlapping. I've got one delay, one modulate, one chorus, one phaser, one tremolo. You know, there, there's. Yes, there's multiple drive stages and there's multiple dirt pedals, but they're all serving they're different, different purposes. So yeah. I don't have two overdrives on this. Right. So, I mean... So what do you yeah. think? So when when does it become... It ceases but, to be useful was the question. When does ceases it cease to, be to be useful. Like when you can't uh, turn stuff on and off in a reasonable time for your riffs or something, that's a problem. So then you probably ah. employ a switcher. But still, like, like, so can't reach or uh, too much background noise, or um, something goes out and yeah, it's going to take you pl- your whole gig to find the bad cable. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> place signal path whack a mole. Right. Right. Um, there's also just the little like, are are you really using this? Like, show me the music yeah. you make with all of this gear. Right. Show. <laughs> yeah, I see you have the <laughs> rainbow machine. <laughs> Who are you lying to? It better not be me. I had a big pedal board for a long time and I loved it. It was a lot of fun, but, and I, I often was like justifying it and finding ways to yeah. use it all because it was so big. And then I've downsized a few times now and I always feel great afterwards. Yeah. 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 
Collective okay. stress around gigs, concerts, with the Delta variant growing concerning. Venues requiring proof of vaccination or a negative test. Yeah. I'm, so all, about, I'm all about that. Me too. I, I'm going to a show next weekend. First show properly in all of this. Tiny yeah. place. Not a big arena or anything. <clears throat> um, I'm seeing Ariel Posen. If anybody's curious, it's going to be awesome. Oh, that's cool. He played guitar in the Brothers Landreth for a while. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, first of all, the Delta variant is the is the thing now. Basically, that's yeah. it because it because it spreads more easily. So just whoosh, just that's so that's COVID now. It's all mm-hmm. Delta, um, and and that kind of, like for me that kind of means like yeah I'm I'm vaccinated but I know it works a little bit less than it did when I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, for, because of time and because the Delta variant, just, just a little quicker. So I'm just, I, I mean, I never, I never got used to taking my mask off anywhere. Anyway, if I go in a place, I just, I, I never was the, was taking, cause I have a kid. Mm-hmm. So there was never a point even when before Delta variant where I was taking it off, um, if I was in indoors somewhere. So nothing's changed for me. I am thinking a little harder about like, do I really need to go in there? Mm. I'm starting to think that way again. I'm still planning, currently planning to go to this show. Uh, yeah. I messaged the venue today, actually, asking if they were doing any sort of restrictions, if they required yeah. masks or, or cards or negative tests or anything like that. And they said, not currently, but it can really change at a moment's notice. So be prepared. Yeah. Um, and they said, we really recommend bringing a mask, even if vaccinated. And yeah. they're requiring unvaccinated to mask. I, so how Which you prove is, that is just kind of on our system still. But, right, exactly. Um, the thing about venues requiring proof of vaccination, um, I understand why people are itchy about that, I think. However, I, be, I believe in science so much that I'm like, please, yeah. please do that because I have proof of vaccination and I'm not concerned then. Like I have the thing. Yeah. I understand there's plenty of people who are not vaccinated for good reasons or bad that are having a problem with that, but too bad. I don't, too bad, right? Like, yeah, Th- this isn't this isn't show us your papers because that's that's the that's what you're thinking. That's what these people are thinking, right? Like, yeah, you can't tell me to blah. You know what? Actually, I I can. It, it is actually within my right to not be punched in the face by you. That's mm-hmm. actually one of my rights, and it's my right to that you don't have you don't get to just like go into somewhere and breathe on everybody, and you know yeah. what I mean. So like this isn't actually infringing on your rights to say you're not allowed to go infect other people, and um, and it's not the sa- it's it's not that, right. that's the and, analog is is show us your papers, and that's not what's really going on. And, and so think. with this show yeah. next weekend. Um, they are not requiring proof of vaccination, at least not as of the time of this recording. But um, yeah. they said if we change that, we're going to email everybody. They even said we may uh, refund people if needed, Yeah, which was kind of interesting. So nice. yes, um, if they said yes, now suddenly proof of vaccination is required, part of me would kind of feel relieved by that because I would go knowing that everyone there yeah. is vaccinated. And right. I, I would not have that like, that little thing in the back of your mind, or like, oh, I don't. These are strangers. I'm in an indoor crowded place. Like, th- there's yeah. there's that anxiousness that comes with it when you don't know. Yeah. But the the knowing is that's the the key to this. So, 
Yeah, I agree. With I'm that, kind right. of all for the proof of vaccination because I have the proof and that's great for me. And I know that's maybe selfish, but also I got the vaccine, which is not selfish. Well, so. it, it's not, it's not hard to get it. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anybody like there's too much now and because we, we saturated the people who were eager to get it. And now there's just like people who were resisting or, or lazy. Um, so there's, it's, there's no excuse anymore. And Unless you have like an actual like immunocompromised situation sure. or something like, and and then it's a little more complicated. But that's a very niche case. That's not a reason to not have these rules. I and mean, we're going to on a trip um, around Thanksgiving time. We planned a trip to New Orleans. Oh, cool! Um, okay. The whole family, and awesome. I got a text from the. Um, from the registration thing for booking our trip, they sent me a text on the phone saying, this is weeks ago now, saying that every uh, restaurant, uh, gym, like like a physical fitness place, anything like that are all requiring proof of vaccination indoors to, to even go in the place. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I all, just whacked my microphone with my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, awesome. In fact, uh, I gave my card to Marielle. She brought it into school a couple of days ago to laminate our cards so they won't get all wrecked. Um, and cool. remarked to me at the time how easy that would be to fake, actually. Very easy. At the end of the yeah. day. At the end of the day. Yeah. So, like, that's that's the other thing. I, and I don't want to get into that whole thing, I guess. But um, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, think, I mean. Yeah. If you're faking it, that's like a deliberate act of malice in my opinion but either way um yeah but that's the thing like if if if, people, if everywhere starts requiring proof of vaccination then I, yeah i don't then, know like I, I don't know if i'm out of line thinking like people are going to fake these right i mean well the the oh, materials yeah. exist on the internet already to fake it like I don't think right now it's in widespread use, like fake cards, but that's because requiring vaccinations is not super widespread yet. Mm -hmm. It's like sort of specific situations in specific places. Yeah. Maybe so in a perfect, <laughs> in a perfect situation, when, if you could require vaccines uh, or proof of vaccination mm -hmm. and you could require, uh, and, and there were no fake cards. Yeah. Problem solved a little bit. Right. There's a major aspect yeah. of that problem that gets resolved that way. So I, I I'm not I'm also I'm not gonna go like running down the street yelling about fake cards. Like I feel like no. a, a little bit this is a bit like um yelling about uh fake votes in the presidential election. Like, yeah, uh that's insignificant. And I mean, if somebody faked their vaccination record and then came into a concert and infected me, I'd be upset about that. But like statistically speaking, I imagine those are in the same category. It literally is so not, not worth thinking about. You know, that's how vanishingly small it is. So I kind of assume that this would be similar. I don't really have any, I've not looked into it at all, but yeah, it's so, probably not really anything to worry about. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I feel weird right now for some reason. I feel like um, I'm flinging a hot take and it, it's it's not that yeah, hot though, you know? And nice. I just, I feel like I I have this, we don't talk about this kind of thing very often on the show. So yeah. that's probably why. Yeah. However, like it the the vaccine thing, I I just I don't have patience for this anymore. I don't have patience for the well, you know, it's not whatever the argument I mean, I just don't care. 
<laughs> like oh you mean you mean like you shouldn't get that because yeah or or like oh, well I yeah. don't tell me what to do kind of thing like I I get yeah. I get that but also like come on come no, on but, but, now but here's here's the the trouble um you didn't get it when it was widely available and nobody was requiring you to like and so now you're going to start saying don't tell me what to do when it becomes required you're just proving that we have to require it to make you do the right thing like if people mm-hmm. would go and do the right thing on their own then we could have less of this government mandate intervention get out of my bedroom sort of shit you know what i mean like but we yeah. don't and that yeah. goes throughout human history people were um drinking radium because they thought it healed them right and everyone was dying from this and they figured out it was the fucking radium they were drinking it's not a magic tincture that cures your colds and and heals your cancer or whatever it gives you the cancer and they find that out and it's like oh my god radium is radioactive we've just discovered this whole thing and it's horrible for you people didn't stop drinking it until the fda was created and then banned it that's that's why we have to do stuff like this is because you can say radium is radioactive and it's horrible for you. It's not medicine. You were lied to. People will not stop drinking it. Sorry, I'm laughing at the chat. Radium nightcap is my new band name. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. That's why. And I, I'm sorry. Like, I guess I, you know, if in a perfect world, yeah, we wouldn't have to mandate these things because people yeah. would just go, oh, wow. Is, is this, hey, expert, is this the right thing to do? Yes. Is it safe? Yes. Okay. Off yeah. I go. But you don't. And, and so that's why we have to mandate it. So if you, if you are one of those people or you meet one of those people that's like, the, I don't care. You know, I think vaccines are fine, but the government shouldn't be telling us to X, Y, Z. Do you have your vaccine? You probably don't. You sure as shit wouldn't be yelling about it right now if you did. Yeah. And so then it's like, well, then do the fucking right thing. You have that opinion. You better yeah. be backing it up by actually doing the right thing on your own without the government intervention. Otherwise, that's why the government has to intervene because you're a moron and <laughs> you're either going to get sick and you're going to go to the hospital. And if you don't have the money to pay for that, we're all going to have to save you. Or you're going to get somebody <laughs> yes. else sick. These are all things yeah. that affect other people. Like you can keep your liberal your uh, libertarian ideals all you want but you don't live on the fucking moon you know if you dump garbage in your river it's going to go downstream somewhere like it, things are not just you you live in a society no matter how much you try not to and so fuck you <laughs> that's what I, that's my hot take <laughs> that's yeah that's what I was I was feeling like we were saying. And then, yeah, no, I'm and with you. I, I'm totally with you. And then it. you just fucking said it. Uh, <laughs> I think I've said this before on the show, just like very brief story time. Um, my wife works at a, uh, a VA medical center as a federal employee. Okay. So she's like in that group. Yeah. Um, she has been to work every day during the pandemic as a frontline medical worker. And it has really fucking sucked. It's been really, really difficult um, physically, emotionally. Just the burnout is so insane. It's really hard. Andrew in the chat is uh, um, a first responder in Canada, and he's been reporting as well. It's insane. It's so hard. Uh, So Beth had the opportunity to get the vaccine very early. She got it in January. Or I'm sorry, no, she got it in December. So she's, yeah, we're we're coming up on... She was the first in the office... 
And in the she was first, the first cohort, right? She was the first employee at the Manchester VA to get the vaccine. Yeah. And it was this big, she sent me a text at home, you know, I think I can get the vaccine today. And it was this early, very early in all of this. And I, we all felt that like major apprehension of like, oh, well, should you get it? Mm. And, and I felt like such Moment a jerk, just, just such an asshole for thinking that way and feeling like sh- uh, this is the right thing to do, right? And well, I don't know, it's so soon. And, and I've, I've felt that thing that people feel and base this decision on. But she came home and, or she said like, they, they might have the vaccine later this week. She came home and she's like, I have to get it. It's just, I, we can't do this anymore. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. And then in the moment, like she had this like opening in the schedule and do you want to go get it right now? They said, and she was like, okay, you know, here yep. we go. Let, run me through the machine. <clears throat> and she got it. And it was yeah. kind of, it was honestly like overwhelming and emotional. Cause it was like, Oh my God, finally some fucking hope. <laughs> it's, right. It's, it was, it's a, on it was the horizon. Felt like a turning point. Yes. Yeah, so a person that I actually know in real life. It's not just in the news and she's the first amongst all our friends and stuff. So anyway, the fact that it's almost a year since she's been vaccinated and we're still dealing with this like, well, show me your papers kind of conversation, go to hell. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have patience for that anymore. And Well, and, and you know what? We're going to have to get used to this because probably, mm-hmm. probably this is endemic now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like the flu. We're just going to get it every year. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we can knock it down or, or figure some things out so that it's not killing people like we hopefully we can get the death rate down to somewhere closer to the flu um but and the infection rate and things like that you know we can start getting things a little closer but you know but but it's like this delta variant stuff like we had an opportunity like as a species to get enough shots in arms that the delta variant wouldn't have happened the delta mm-hmm. variant happens because every time it infects a new person it's an opportunity for a small mutation and sooner or later one of those is just gonna be just right. So it's more infectious. So that's the thing. And that's exactly what happened. There's enough people going, I'm not getting a for whatever dumb reason you, you think you have. And if y'all did, if everybody did, or, you know, and or keep the fucking mask off on your face, it's not that big a deal. Stop, like, you don't have to actually go into a sit down restaurant that's crowded. You, like that's not actually a part of your life that you can you can't live without things like that. Um, it's yeah, and, and he's Tim saying in the chat, vaccinated and and has got infected anyway. Yeah. I mean that's the, that's the thing about that's the thing about COVID now. This thing about the Delta variant, it it goes through the vaccine at a higher rate. Yeah, so it's so, just a little bit less effective. So anyway, we uh, uh, yes, the the collective stress. Yeah, it's real. Um, when it comes to like the show that I have in October, it is on my mind about like, should we have it? Will we have it? Uh, I don't want to host a thing that's like potentially dangerous. And, and I think we're still fine. At least today we're still fine. But yeah. I, I, to, to say I'm not thinking about it would be lying. It's a month away. The lot can happen in a month as we've seen. So um, right. for, for the gigging front as the person that's doing the performance and inviting groups that there's a stress for that for real. And I, I don't want to be the reason for something that gets out of hand. Um, when it comes to yeah. venues requiring proof, like we said, or a negative test or whatever. Yes, please do it. 
Please, please do it. Like, and then please get vaccinated so we don't have to do it. That's all. That's all it is. Stop. Keep wearing masks so we can stop wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got real, we got real fired up on that one. We did. Oh. Um, hey, butts, guitars, ha, <laughs> pedals. Gu- <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Do you? Uh, there, I noticed there's nothing written in the suggestions of the week. Yeah, I um here I'll I'll go. It's not really a suggestion, but I got um I got a new Do you Leatherman. Want me to play a sound. Hold on. I got a new Leatherman today. I'll... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is a plague rat. Go on. Okay, I got a new Leatherman. This is actually a hand-me-down Leatherman from my dad. This is the. Uh, oh, that's nice. This is the Skeletool CX. I had this Leatherman here. But you yeah. can hear, hear it rattling. Uh oh. That's because the little uh, thumb lever thing on this side, the little stopper bar, broke, and it won't lock tools in oh. place anymore, which is pretty dang dangerous. So if you're yeah, that actually using- makes the device next to useless. Yeah. So I basically only use it for pliers now, and like yeah, uh, the the tools on the other side still lock, so it's okay. Um, okay. However, this is like rather big and bulky and heavy. Mm-hmm. This one is much smaller and lighter. It's got this really rad. Uh, like carabiner clip on it. Oh yeah, which doubles as a bottle opener, because. Um, so <laughs> well, you can. I, I like that I can clip this to my hiking bag or something like that, and not have it. Yeah. Have it accessible, but not in my pocket. Right. Um, this new design allows for the knife to open from the outside without opening the pliers. The whole thing. Which yeah. is great. Uh, so show show the plier. I, I I'm having trouble picturing how it opens. Oh, that's sleek. Yeah. Okay, so I it's like got the this curve. Kind of, yeah. The curve. And then there's a screwdriver here at the end. Yeah. Um that's this, just always out kind of. Right. But the bit comes out and it's a two-sided thing. And then there's another uh there's a flathead bit in the arm here that you can swap in. Swap it in. Nice. Yeah. So and then it's you know, the grip, the curve is pretty nice in the hand. That's good. Yeah. Um the the knife part then goes on the inside and it won't pop out and, and cut yourself accidentally. Um so, yeah, oh, right. then, Which, so you can see how it like kind of goes like that. It makes this very cool design. And it's light and it's got the little pocket clip on it uh, right there. So I can like keep it in my jeans, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Get a Leatherman. This is only like a three tool job, but it's, uh, I like it a lot. I'm going to carry it a lot. Those are an important three tools. Mm-hmm. Castlevania on Netflix. It's a okay. real good show, says Doug. All right. Um, I was sort of theor- like, what am I going to come up with? Um, I don't know. Suggestions? You got a, you got a YouTube know. channel or something or, a, or a, an album or a... Yeah. Oh. Um, or a... Shoot. A oh. movie or a book? Recommend your book. Because I almost Have recommended. Have I not recommended that book yet? I don't think so because I read it too, and I almost threw it oh. in this week. But I figured you might want to. Yeah, uh, 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 Project Hail Mary. That's what we're reading right now. We actually have read very little uh, in the past week. Just get too too busy. So this is the new newest book uh, from uh, the author of The Martian, Andy Weir. Andy Weir. So. Um, I was definitely going to say Stephen Weir. So anyway, <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you could feel that pregnant pause in my delivery and uh, save me. So um, yeah, so Project Hail Mary. Uh, if if the Martian was kind of genre for the genre for you, competency porn, I've heard it called. 
this one, <laughs> I love that. To, to me, to me, so far, this one is is better. And I that's a shitty thing to say because you don't need to declare one better. They're both great, <laughs> but the for Martian some reason, kicks I am, too. Like the, the Martian book? slaps, yeah. and and it's great. <laughs> um, this book. It has been so. I just can't. Every every time we we like read a chapter or two, I'm just like, ee! it's yeah. so much fun. I love it in so many ways. And we just we like do to each. We're hanging around with people that have no idea what we're doing, and we'll just jazz hands, jazz hands, yeah. And Mary tap, will tap, say tap. to me across across the room, he does jazz hands back. <laughs> 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 and so anyway, get that story, get it in you. Are you enjoying the book? Question. yes oh gosh okay yes um Um, i also read it i listened to the audiobook and if if you're an audible member cannot recommend the audiobook enough it is a delight it is so great the performance is exceptional and it's it's really more like a it's it's not just a reading, it's a dramatic reading. It's awesome. It's it's truly performed, yeah. you know. With, with a, a bit of acted. special effect too, because that becomes yeah. important to the story. And yeah, it's, it's really neat. It's truly acted out, which is it's yeah. great. So great. And I found out the movie rights have been sold for three million dollars and they're gonna be making a movie of it. Yes. Uh and uh um who's the guy from the, the jazz? Ryan movie? Gosling. Ryan Gosling is is on 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 deck to play the lead part for this one. So um, that, that brings us to the end of our program today. So um, thanks everybody for hanging out. This I would a fun love, one. this is a good one. I, in spite of that whole middle part where we got super negative and told people <laughs> that the government going to tell them what to do. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we would just, we would just be tickled pink if you would join us on Discord at discord.io slash tone control. You come on in, you have a good time. And remember, in just a few episodes, that's episode 200, four episodes from now, we're going to open up recording night to all members of the Discord, not just the Patreons, so that uh, you can uh, check it out and, I, and and see how much fun it is to, to be here in, in the chat with us. Uh if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the tone control, where you can become a supporter for as little as $1. And uh, we are going to be sending out some special gifts for episode 200 as well to all of our Patreons. If you want to support the show extra bigly, uh, you could su- become a, a a supporter at $2 or more per month, and you'll be a supporter plus. That gives you a special role in Discord where you can... Um, Send us private messages and and I don't know. I'm just trying to make stuff up. Anyway, we, we recorded the show. We record the show in Discord, and you can come here and be with us uh, on episodes that aren't episode 200. Uh, and right. to all our Patreons, we thank you. Which, which fun fact? That's most episodes. That's almost. It's like it's like 99.5. Who the of hell is episodes. Patrick Stewart, and why is he type? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and that that just leaves me to read the, the names of all the patrons. We thank you deeply. Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S., Matthew Fenslaw, Risenwolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Catrick Stewart, Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, Brian Gower, and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Yeah. That's it. Good shit. 
Good shit. And I forgot to start playing the ending <laughs> theme, so we're going to do that right now. <laughs> Quick, vamp! Actually, I can clean this all up in post. <laughs> I'm driving the bus now. <laughs> Catrick Stewart. I like that. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, right. goodness. Guys, we anyway, have some good yeah. titles, and you're going to miss it. So join the Patreon and get in here, and you can help us pick titles. See ya. See you later. See you later.